Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Zero to Full-Time Christian Entrepreneur Podcast. This episode is the most important topic we have discussed on the show thus far. It is five ways to hear from God when it comes to your business or any other area of your life, and also four ways to not hear from God. The truth is that without the Holy Spirit leading us, whether it is our life or our business, we will always be at a disadvantage. And as a faith-based business coach, I firmly believe our businesses and our entire lives must be rooted in the foundation of Christ if we want to bring glory to his name. Now, as I mentioned, we are going to talk about ways that the Lord will not speak to you. New age beliefs are splattered all over the world and especially on Instagram. And today I am going to lovingly and truthfully call out and expose these new age beliefs for what they are, which is lies. This episode may trigger some of you, but nevertheless, I am here to boldly and unapologetically proclaim the name and truth of Jesus Christ. So grab your Bible and let's dive into the show. Hey friend, and welcome to the Zero to Full Time Christian Entrepreneur Podcast, where we dive deep into all things faith, online courses, coaching, and how to make money from home on Instagram. I'm your host, Cami Wilkie, unapologetic follower of Jesus, wife, dog mom, and your faith-based business coach. If you are tired of your nine to five job, living paycheck to paycheck, and you're ready to go full time as an online coach and course creator on Instagram, then you are in the right place. Buckle up and get ready for business building tips, social media hacks, and a whole lot of Jesus. Let's get to work. Okay. Can I be honest for a second? I honestly felt unqualified to record this episode. I felt I felt like, oh my gosh, who am I to even talk about how how God will speak to us or how will God not speak to us? Like who am I? But I was reminded that God will equip us for the assignment that he is giving us. And Hebrews 13, 21 says, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him, all glory to him forever and ever. Amen. So without further ado, I'm going to let God take the reins on this podcast and pray that he would just speak through me and give him glory. I'm going to start with a story. From January 2019, when I very first started my business, through April 2020, I didn't really see God's will for my business. <laughs> That's the truth. I thought I, I thought I was. I thought I was, you know, praying um, like I was supposed to. I thought I was seeking God for my business, but the truth is that that I wasn't. I was what you would call a lukewarm Christian, and it was in April 2020 where that all changed. The Lord did and is still doing a big, big work in my heart. So back in April, 2020, 
the pandemic had just hit here in the US, I had stopped counting macros, which at the time I was a macros and weightlifting coach teaching women how to burn body fat and tone up through macros and weightlifting. And it was at that time that I stopped counting macros and I started to gain weight in order to heal my hormones. Now I want to preface this. I am not against women who want to count their macros. I'm just saying that for me, it was something that I became obsessed with and it started to really negatively affect my health. My hormones were all messed up. And so I was really trying to heal my relationship with food at that time. I had previously had an idol. I was, I was having an identity crisis, honestly. I, I was having an identity crisis because my identity was placed in my appearance. It was placed in the control that I was thinking I had over my food and my body and my workouts. And when, when the Lord like really convicted me to lay that down, I was like, um, who am I? (laughs) Who am I without this idol? Also at that time, because I was a macros coach, you know, when the Lord's like, Hey, lay down macros, lay down this desire to have a six pack, like lay, lay that down because it's becoming obsessive in your life. Like when you're a macros coach and the Lord's like, hey, lay down macros, like uh, there's some business things that have to be adjusted. I tore down everything in my business. I tore down the programs. I like, it it was a big like tear down of the business and a reconstruction of the business to rebuild it in a way that the Lord was calling me to. And that that was huge and pivotal in my life, in my business, in my faith. That was back in April, 2020. By late 2020, the Lord was calling me to leave like the fitness and food industry altogether and to shift into business coaching, which again, was a massive, massive change. But he was faithful. He provided clients. He provided opportunities. It was, it was, it was unlike what I could imagine. And by January, 2021, We had just come back from a vacation. It was the beginning of the year. And I was sitting in that little 670 square foot apartment in my prayer chair. And I asked God, what do you want for my business this year? Do not, like I had this blank piece of paper in front of me. I had this notebook in front of me. I said, Lord, what what is the vision? Like, what do you have for me this year. Do not let any cami ideas come down on this piece of paper. Let it all be from you. And he gave me the vision. And that is a story that I will, I will go more in depth in at a later podcast episode. But let me tell you this, that vision that he gave me for my business led to the absolute explosion in the best way of my business. I was making more money than I ever had. I had my very first month where I had closed over $10,000. I had my very first over $20,000 launch. I was experiencing financial abundance in my business like I had never known before. And that financial abundance paired with other things that the Lord was doing in our lives allowed for Lucas and I to buy my dream house in the midst of a time where the housing market was like out of control and people were like buying houses for like $50,000 over asking price. That didn't happen to us at all. There was no bidding wars. The Lord literally laid my dream house in my lap during that time. The Lord blesses 
obedience. Miracles happen when we seek and listen and obey what the Lord is telling us to do. So how, how do we actually do that? How do we seek? How do we listen? How do, how do we obey what the Lord is telling us to do? And how do we not seek the Lord? What are, what are the bunny trails that people are getting tripped up on when they're seeking guidance for their lives? So that is going to lead me into the training for today. Five ways to hear from God when it comes to your business or any area of your life. We're going to start with that one first. Five ways to hear from God. And then we're going to dive into four ways that God is not going to speak to you. Five ways that the Lord will speak. Number one is through the Bible. I feel like this one is a given, but it's it's worth saying. And it's the very first way that I wanted to jot down. The Bible is the literal word of the Lord. If you want to hear what the Lord has to say about your life, about your business, about anything, go to the word of God. It is in there, I promise. We're going to leave that one right there because I feel like that is a given. You want to know what the Lord has to say, go to the Bible. Number two, the Lord will speak through prayer and fasting. Now, I want to talk about this one because, because Christians understand the concept of prayer for the most part. I'll talk about that in a second. But not all Christians really understand the concept of fasting. And I'm not talking about like intermittent fasting as like a dieting method. I'm talking about fasting for the Lord, fasting for the purpose to deny our flesh and humble ourselves in order to seek the Lord really super intentionally. This is not easy, but it's biblical. When we do fast, first of all, what does fasting even mean? Fasting means to deny yourself of something that you love, that your flesh loves, so that you can spend more time seeking the Lord, so that you can humble yourself from the thing that you love so much and spend more time seeking the Lord. When people hear the word fasting, they immediately go to food. And that's true. The Bible talks about fasting from food. However, that's not the only way that you can fast. You can fast from social media. You can fast from TV. You can fast, you can fast from food. You can fast from sugar. You can, you can fast from anything. It's anything that you find super enjoyable in your life that is it's going to humble you when you say no to it for a certain amount of time. That is fasting. So don't get caught up on, oh, it has to be food or it has to be. No, fasting, the, the purpose of it is to deny yourself of something that you love, to humble yourself and seek the Lord. We have to fast for the right reasons, meaning Don't go into fasting and tell everybody about it and be like, look how holy I am. Look how good of a Christian I am. The Lord actually very specifically says, do not do that. In Matthew 6, 16 through 18, he says, and when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do. For when they tried, for they, excuse me, tried to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. 
It is common for Christians to pray and fast in times, in many different circumstances, but specifically when they are really needing an answer from the Lord. Fasting paired with prayer breaks chains. Now you need to know that if you're fasting and you're not seeking the Lord, then you're, you're just, you're just fasting. And and that's not the purpose of fasting. Fasting has to be paired with prayer. If you want to seek the Lord, don't just deny yourself of something and then not actually spend that time in prayer and seeking the Lord fast with prayer. And I will tell you that when the Lord gave me the vision that just catapulted my business into success, like I had never seen led to that, that first of like month where I closed over 10,000 led to like, like the first over $20,000 launch led to the dream house led to financial abundance. Like I had never experienced in my life. All of that, when he gave me the vision that led to everything that just happened, that I just said, I was fasting. Fasting is powerful when you do it to seek the Lord. That is, I fasted a couple times in my life and every single time the Lord has shown up. If you want to hear clearly from the Lord, if there is something in your life you are needing God's guidance on, I encourage you to pray and fast. Now, earlier when I said that Christians understand praying for the most part, here's what I'm talking about. Prayer is a conversation with the Lord. A conversation includes two-way dialogue. We have too many Christians praying and then saying amen before God even has an opportunity to respond. That's not conversation. That's just you sending up prayers to the Lord and then not even giving him a chance to respond back. If you want to hear from the Lord, you have to give him the space to speak. That means you may need to sit in silence with the Lord. Just simply be in his presence, which is something that is like really uncomfortable for people, myself included, to just like to be and to just be with the Lord. Like, like it feels very almost unproductive because our society is so like, go, 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 go. You have to be productive. You got to be like doing something actively. But I challenge you to sit in silence with the Lord. Pray and then wait. Wait for a response. Prayer and fasting is powerful. It breaks chains. Number three, God will speak to you through other people. The Lord oftentimes speaks through other humans to get you a message. That's honestly what the entire Bible is, is the Lord, the Holy Spirit, speaking through human beings to create the Bible. The Lord uses several people in scripture to speak to others. Moses, he used, he used used Isaiah and countless other people that he spoke through in order to get his message out to people. He's still doing that today. The Lord will still speak to you through other people today. Make sure you do not have your ears closed off to what other people are saying to you. Now, be guarded Do not go to others before you go to the Lord. Test every single thing that a person says to you. Test it against the Bible. Because if it goes against the Bible, that is not God speaking to you. But but be aware and seek, the, the Bible says to seek wise 
counsel. So have your ears open. Test what people say against the Lord, but recognize it is common for God to use other people to speak to his children. Number four, through quote unquote coincidences. Luke 10, 21 says, by chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. This is the story of when Jesus was telling a story about how a man had gotten beaten up and he was lying there on the side of the road. And this priest, a man of God, was coming along the road, quote unquote, by chance, saw that man lying there and walked to the side of the road, ignored him and did not help him. Now, this is a man of God, or or, or so he thinks that he is a man of God. And yet he still lets that man just lay there. Now, thankfully, the Lord then sent a Samaritan to help that man and he helped him and things were good. But that first man, the priest, ignored what the Lord had put right in front of him. Now, when in this verse, Luke 10, 31, I did some research on this. So when it says by chance, this is coming from the Greek word synchurion. Syncurian. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's like S-Y-N-K-Y-R-I-A-N, Sycurian. Now, when we break that word down, the sin part, S-Y-N, means chance, okay? So by chance. Now, Kyrian means from or of the Lord. So this is essentially saying by chance from the Lord, or in other words, something happening because the Lord made it happen. Do you think that it was an actual just complete coincidence that the priest was walking along the road, a man of of God was walking along the road when that other man needed help. That was not a coincidence. The Lord sent him, that was sent from the Lord to help that man who was lying on the side of the road. That priest who said, I am a man of God, ignored what the Lord had put right in front of him. Keep your eyes open to not ignore the coincidences, quote unquote, of what the Lord is putting right in front of you. Number five, the Lord will speak to us through our conscience. Okay. So our conscience is when I looked it up, because, you know, it's a word that like we use commonly. I feel, I feel like, oh, like it was weighing on my conscience, but I was like, what is, what is conscience? Okay. And when I looked it up, it said that the conscience is the part of your brain or the part of your mind that tells you right from wrong. And so the Lord will speak to us through our conscience in the form of conviction. Now, when we hear conviction in this modern day and age, we may think of like somebody being convicted of a crime and it has this really negative feeling to it. But when the Lord speaks of conviction, it's, it's actually more of a lifting, like, like the Lord is lifting you out of a place of sin instead of pushing you down. So I saw this photo that I think really, really accurately describes how the Lord speaks to us and how Satan's voice tries to lie to us. And I think that this is really important when we're talking about conscience, because our conscience is partly made up of, of what we have experienced in this life. And we have, we cannot just, 
we have to be on guard with our conscience. We have to make sure that our conscience is actually in line with the word of God and not in line with modern culture. And the enemy is very, very sneaky and will try to manipulate our conscience in order to have us do evil. So I saw this photo um, again, on Brittany Dunn's page, on her Instagram page, and it was this piece of paper that was comparing what it's like hearing God's voice versus what it's like hearing Satan's voice. And I'm going to read this to you. So it said that God's voice stills you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, and convicts you. Remember, when I say that word convict, it think of it as like the Lord lifting you out of the place, the bad place that you're in and setting you on holy ground. It's not the Lord smashing you down and making you just feel ashamed. That is not conviction. Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, and condemns you. Understand the difference of the Lord's conviction on your heart and the enemy condemning you because there's a massive difference. And we have to be aware of that when we feel something on our conscience. Now, let's chat about what are the four ways that God will not speak to you? This is the part that is going to trigger some people. I'm going to call out new age beliefs for what they are, which is lies. So let's just dive right on in. Four ways that God will not speak to you. Tarot cards, astrology or zodiac signs, witchcraft, psychics or mediums. Why? Why will God not use these things to speak to you? Because it is anti-biblical. God is never going to contradict his own word. And tarot cards, astrology, zodiac signs, witchcraft, psychics, mediums, all of that contradicts the word of God. Need scripture? I got that for you. We are going to look at Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. And it says, when you enter the land, the Lord your God is giving you, be careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. In other words, be really careful not to imitate the world. When the church starts to look like the world, we have a problem. And right now there's a whole heck of a lot of churches that look just like the world and they call it progressive Christianity, but really it's not Christianity at all because the, the word of God is very clear that the church should look starkly different than the world. Keep that in mind. We're going to keep reading here. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. <laughs> Abortion right there. And do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics, or call forth the spirits of the dead. Anybody who's using a Ouija board, that is not it. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. 
but you must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you are about to displace consult sorcerers and fortune tellers, but the Lord your God forbids you to do such things. I have another one for you. All right, so we're going to now look at Isaiah 8, 19 through 22. And it says, Someone may say to you, let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead. With their whisperings and mutterings, they will tell us what to do. But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Look to God for instructions and teachings. People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. If you see a Christian saying, oh, it's okay to use astrology. I can love Jesus and astrology. No, the word literally says people who contradict his word are in the dark. Those who use astrology, tarot cards, witchcraft, psychics, mediums, and call themselves Christians, they are in the dark. Love them, pray for them, but recognize that they are, they're not seeing the light. They're not seeing the truth and we should not mimic that. Now, the last scripture that we're going to read is in Isaiah 47, 12 through 14. And this is a scripture where the Lord is saying to people who are using witchcraft and like astrology, they're saying, Hey, he's saying, Hey, go ahead, try it. You know, see if it works for you. So the Lord's like literally saying like, see, see, see what happens when you use that stuff. And it says, now use your magical charms. Use the spells you have worked at all these years. Maybe they will do you some good. Maybe they can make someone afraid of you. All the advice you receive has made you tired. Where are all your astrologers? Those stargazers who make predictions each month. Let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. But they are like straw burning in a fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. You will get no help from them at all. Their hearth is no place to sit for warmth. If you need more scripture, there's lots of other scriptures to tell you the truth of what these new age beliefs are, which is lies. Michael Todd, who is the pastor of Transformation Church, I think he phrased it so perfectly. He said, all of these things, meaning you know, the, the tarot cards, the astrology, the way, all of that is just perverted versions of the real thing, which is the Lord. The Lord is the only one that can predict the future. The Lord is the only one that can save you from anything. Anybody who is putting any sort of weight on anything other than the Lord is using it as an idol. And that will trigger so many people. There is a scripture in Acts, where Paul literally casts a demon out of a fortune teller. There's a woman who is possessed by a demon and is telling fortunes. People need to understand that these things are not harmless. The enemy wants to make you think that they are harmless, but they are not harmless. Do not get tripped up. Do not fall into the trap of new age beliefs and, and twist it into thinking, oh, the Lord is speaking to me. No. And on that note, when people say, oh, I'm calling in things from the universe. I'm manifesting this in my own strength. The universe sent this. Stop watering down the name of the Lord. 
The universe didn't send anything to you. The one who created the universe, that is who you should be talking about. That is who you should be praying to. Stop watering down the name of Jesus. The world right now needs truth. Truth. We need truth urgently. And there's so many people saying, I'm speaking my truth. Where in the Bible does it say, speak your own truth? Nowhere. We are to speak, as believers, we are to speak and declare unapologetically the truth. The only truth. So let's summarize this. Five ways to hear from God and seek God on behalf of your business or any other area of your life. Now, quickly, I want to make a note. There are way more than five ways that God will speak to you. Way more. We just went through five today. Okay. Look through scripture, do research. There are other ways that the Lord will speak to you. The five ways that we talked about today is through the Bible, through prayer and fasting, through other people, through quote unquote coincidences, and through our conscience. Four ways that the Lord will not speak to you is through tarot cards, astrology, zodiac signs, which is astrology to my understanding, astrology is zodiac signs, witchcraft, psychics, mediums, all of that. That is not the Lord speaking. Do not seek that at all. Guys, this is a message that is going to be so hard for people to hear and it needs to be shared. We have to expose new age for what it is and we have to share the truth. If this podcast episode spoke to you and if you're feeling a calling on your heart to share this, to share the truth, please screenshot this episode and post it to your Instagram story. Tag me. Let people know that they need to go listen to this episode. People need to hear the truth. They have to see the light. They have to have their eyes opened. They have to have their ears opened to the truth. People are in the dark and they need to see the light. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, and I will see you on the next episode of the Zero to Full Time Christian Entrepreneur Podcast. I love you. See you later. Uh